The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Mythology Explained YouTube channel. Please note that there are two narrators for this podcast, myself, Silas, and Zach. Please enjoy. Hey everyone, welcome to Mythology Explained. In today's video, we are going to discuss Asclepius, the greatest healer in all of Greek mythology. He was the son of Apollo, the god of healing. Trained in the healing arts by the immortal centaur Chiron, and though he brought much good into the world with his restorative power, he would eventually be killed by Zeus, who believed that the powers Asclepius had cultivated, specifically his power to bring the dead back to life, were too potent to be wielded by mortal hands. That unless Asclepius' life was put to an end, the crystalline divide that separated the realm of mortality from the realm of divinity would be eroded, upsetting the natural order. Zeus's execution of Asclepius precipitating a cascading sequence of events that resulted in the death of the Cyclopes who forged Zeus's thunderbolts and resulted in Apollo becoming the slave of a mortal man for one year. Let's get into it. Asclepius was a man renowned for his miraculous healing ability later attaining his apotheosis when he became deified as a god of healing and medicine. There are many versions of his parentage, each one with Apollo as the father. Arizoni was the mother in one, but more commonly it was Coronis, a Thessalian princess, who was the mother. And with her there are multiple versions of Asclepius' birth. In one, after having intercourse with Apollo, she later lay with another, a mortal man, whom she actually favored over the god. This enraged Apollo, so he killed her. Another telling says that it was the golden arrows of Artemis that killed Coronis. Before her body was consumed by the fire of the funeral pyre it was laid on, either he or Hermes cut open her belly and pulled the child free from her body, making for one of the more gruesome and unconventional births in Greek mythology. In another version, Apollo seduced and impregnated Coronis, who then concealed her pregnancy from her father and later gave birth in secret, abandoning the child in the foothills of Mount Myrtian. Without a mother or father to look after him, infant Asclepius was nourished and protected by animals. A she-goat came and suckled him, and a dog came and stood guard, warding off any animals who would think to make a meal of a helpless babe in the woods. The shepherd who owned these two animals later found the baby, but Asclepius, depending on the description, was either swathed in brilliant light or wreathed in lightning, the supernatural scene frightening away the shepherd. Pedigree aside, Asclepius was given into the care of Chiron, an immortal centaur famous for training heroes. Of all he was taught, it was medicine Asclepius most had an affinity for, quickly becoming a young prodigy in the healing arts. As the story goes, Asclepius became so adept at curing illness and mending injury that his talents came to encompass more than a genius for keeping people alive, eventually including the ability to bring back the dead to life. And ironically, it would be this very power, the power to reverse death, that would come to bring about his own death. Explaining how exactly he came to possess this power, there are two versions. The first, given by Pseudo-Apollodorus, says that he achieved this power with the use of the Gorgon blood gifted to him by Athena. Here's the passage from the library of Apollodorus that describes this. Asclepius became a surgeon, a 
and he developed the art to such a degree that he not only prevented some people from dying, but even raised them from the dead. For he had received from Athena blood that had flowed from the veins of the Gorgon, and he used the blood that had flowed from the veins on the left side to put people to death, and that which had flowed from the right to save them, and it was by this means that he raised the dead. The second version, given by Hyginus, tells of a peculiar development that transpired when Asclepius was tasked with bringing Glaucus, the son of King Minos, back to life. Hitherto, prying someone away from the clutches of death was a feat he had never accomplished, meaning how he was to go about returning Glaucus from death wasn't immediately apparent to him. While he was figuring out what to do, a snake coiled its way up his staff. Asclepius quickly killed the snake, but not long after, a second snake also coiled its way up his staff, this one with a herb carefully carried in its mouth. It placed the herb on the head of the dead snake, and a moment later it was brought back to life, both of them slithering away together. Understanding what had happened, Asclepius then used the same herb in the same manner to bring Glaucus back to life. Unfortunately, Asclepius was to be condemned by his own success a condemnation that would precipitate a chain of events of considerable significance. Zeus believed that such a great power, the power to bring the dead back to life, wielded by a mortal would disrupt the natural order that structured the universe, blurring the line between mortality and divinity. Moreover, Zeus worried that Asclepius would pass on his knowledge to others, empowering people to come to each other's aid, thus lessening humanity's reliance on the gods which would upset the dynamic, basically that of master and servant, that had always existed between Olympus and humanity. To preempt any issues that could have arisen from this distinction becoming less stark, Zeus smote Asclepius with a thunderbolt, striking him dead instantly. Upon learning of this, Apollo flew into a rage, taking revenge by killing the Cyclopes who forged Zeus's thunderbolts. And for this transgression, Zeus was prepared to cast his own son into the depths of Tartarus, but Leto interceded, convincing the king of the gods to pursue a more merciful course of action. Apollo was made a slave to a mortal man, Admetus, the son of King Fury. During this time, Apollo primarily served as a herdsman, and it was said that under his care, all of Admetus's animals produced twins whenever they gave birth. Zeus, for his part, was remorseful, and so he honored Apollo's request to have Asclepius set in the stars as a constellation. In the Library of History, written by Diodorus Siculus sometime in the first century BC, a different version of the events that led to Asclepius's death is given. According to Diodorus, Asclepius was so proficient at bringing back people from the brink of death that there was a noticeable decrease in the number of people dying each year. This dismayed Hades, who felt that the reduction in the number of souls entering his domain was diminishing his power. He brought his grievance before Zeus, who became indignant on his brother's behalf, resolving to strike Asclepius dead. Here's the passage. And so far did he advance along the road of fame that, to the amazement of all, he healed many sick whose lives had been despaired of. And for this reason it was believed that he had brought back to life many who had died. Consequently, the myth goes on to say Hades brought accusations against Asclepius, charging him before Zeus of acting to the detriment of his own province. For, he said, the number of the dead was steadily diminishing, 
now that men were being healed by Asclepius. So Zeus, in indignation, slew Asclepius with his thunderbolt. And that's it for this video. If you enjoy the content, please like and subscribe. Thanks for watching.